welcome to episode 271 of Taking the Charge Podcast with you from San Marcos, California. David Hine of High News, thank you for stopping by. Another week of California weather. Enjoying uh, being out in the sun. You're actually going to be uh, heading out to the beach later today. And um, in our preparations for Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday, so... Wanted to uh, get you uh, a show ready for your Thanksgiving trip, if you will. If you're heading, if you're in a car going to in uh, going to family in Thanksgiving, or if you're just uh, somewhere where you don't have anything uh, special on Thursday, just a normal Thursday anywhere outside of America. Um. But I wanted to uh, get the show before uh, before I get too much uh, going on here. Uh, so if you want to uh, get in contact with us here, you can reach me at High News on Twitter, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. The email is highnews at gmx.de. The website is highnews.com. You can go to the Facebook group page. Just put in the search bar, Taking the Charge Podcast, and you'll find us there. Uh, you can support the show on Patreon, patreon.com slash taking the charge all one word become a supporter of the show it would be much loved much appreciated uh, and you can go to itunes rate and review the show um so with um uh, with that i guess uh, let's move uh, in on to the show this week um not gonna really talk too much um and before i do uh just uh, you know I haven't really had a chance to catch up with uh, any of the college basketball. College basketball season has started, and there's a lot of um, international players in 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 the game. There's a lot of uh, exciting freshmen, uh, exciting other players as well. Just I haven't been able to really get into it yet. Uh, but I'm looking forward to when I get back uh, when I get back to Germany, kind of uh, hunkering down a little bit more and 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 uh, kind of paying attention. Been kind of busy with the with the World Cup FIBA basketball World Cup. 2019 qualifiers the build up to that doing interviews uh we'll come that in a in a in a minute um so yeah looking forward to college basketball a couple of uh interesting uh, bits of news bowl bowl the son of manuk bowl uh has signed has uh, agreed to go to uh play probably one season i would guess uh at oregon um so oregon bring in another big name exciting um uh, exciting uh, prospect i was kind of surprised he didn't make the under 19 uh the usa team for the fiba u19 basketball world cup uh but um yeah he didn't so unfortunately it would have been cool to see him but uh, we'll get to see him in uh, oregon so it should be uh, pretty uh, pretty cool um yeah so I guess, you know, the, the biggest news right now, I mean, hey, you know, this week, Thursday, we're starting a new era in international basketball with these um, FIBA Basketball World Cup 2019 qualifiers going on throughout the, throughout the world. Uh, the first one is in Wellington, New Zealand. Uh, it'll be New, Ze- uh, New Zealand uh, playing host to, playing host to uh, Korea. Um and then startup America, the America startup on on uh, the no, I guess the Asia is in on, on the on the Thursday. The the whole Thursday then goes, uh, you know, China's in, in action, Jordan's in action, Lebanon, 
Uh, and then the Americas start up. Um, Puerto Rico hosting uh, Team USA. Uh, Argentina playing host to uh, Paraguay. And then, uh, you're, you know, another day of games in, in Asia. Japan-Philippines should be a pretty good one. J- Chinese Taipei, Australia. And then come Africa and Europe. You know, and it it, it goes it goes all day, man. It goes, uh, you know, Friday you could start. Um, you can start at, uh, you know, in the early afternoon there in in Asia, and uh, and then keep going all the way through Europe. Uh, and then the Americas come on, and the last games are uh, Venezuela, Colombia, and Canada against uh, Canada against against uh, Bahamas. And then they keep going Saturday, Saturday, uh, bright and early. Um, you know, uh, Africa has their group. It's just the the four games going on in Africa. And then Sunday, Asia and uh, Europe kicks back up. And let's see, yeah, America's are gone on again. And then Friday, and then Monday, you have uh, you're back to uh, Australia. So Asia kicks back up again with Europe and uh and the last little bit of uh, of a uh, few of Americas. So and then we have a break until February. So you know if you and it's all on livebasketballtv.com. There's also the FIBA have just come up with their with an app, uh FIBA Basketball World Cup qualifiers. Go check it out uh, in iTunes or wherever you get your get your uh, your your apps um and there's all the the news, the videos there. And uh, go check it out. And uh, I'm sure they'll probably have uh, some highlights here and there. So it should be uh, pretty pretty cool to follow it that way as well. I know there's going to be a live blog, as there was for the all the Continental Championships, Eurobasket, Afrobasket, etc. Uh, that will be going on. So you can follow all them. So, yeah, new era, uh, you know, pretty cool, pretty excited and, and uh, to see, you know, some of these games. They might have a couple of upsets in Europe because of these uh, NBA and EuroLeague players not being uh, not being released. Um, and uh, so it should be pretty cool time, and I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, and, uh, you know, it would have been neat to see the EuroLeague players uh, been released, but you know, it's only 16 teams, um, and... You know, not everybody on those 16 teams would be playing. And, you know, so still, it's going to be really cool. Uh, really looking forward to it. Um, all right. So, uh, and we'll talk about it next week. That'd probably be topic number one next week. So uh, let's cruise into the uh, uh, t- the interview of the week uh, for it's it's still amazing that there's some people that don't know that uh, who Oz who Oz Davis is? Uh, he was the long, long, long time host of the co-host of the show with me back when we started five, more than five years ago. Did uh, oh god, at least two years, probably two and a half years or so. Uh, I don't even remember. And um, and you know, we recorded probably I don't know how many hours of of of, uh, of talking, chatting, uh, talking the game. And, um, yeah, so I had a, I'm here, like I said, in the States. He lives in Southern California, so we met up and went to a, a Lakers uh, Lakers game against the Sixers. Uh, so got to see 
Joel Embiid and and uh, Joel Embiid had a pretty good game. We'll talk, talk about that in the in, uh, in the interviews. So uh, basically, just kind of give you give you a rundown. It's basically uh, us talking before the game, and then us talking after the game. So without further ado, uh, the uh, the one and only Oz Davis uh, uh, checking out his uh, his uh, his uh, really his his, his boyhood um, uh, you know favorite team. So uh, enjoy, and we'll catch you on the other side. All right, so on the show this week, a returning podcast guest, a longtime co-host, Oz Davis. Yeah, welcome, back to the ancient days. Welcome back to the show, Oz. How you feel? Well, welcome back to the States, Dave. Oz, I'm doing okay. Why don't you tell the people where we're at? We are at the Staples Center. We are basically we can touch the roof. We are. From our seats we, here. We're not too far from touching the roof. We're pretty we? high up, <laughs> uh, but we're wow. we're above the cube. Wow, ready to see the exciting young Lakers take on the exciting young Sixers. So would you say this is a game of the future against the future? Yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope so. I don't know. I I foresee a glorious future for the NBA in which the teams like the Sixers and the Lakers and the Bucks and the Celtics and the Pistons, you know, the teams of the old days come back and, uh, yeah, wow us with their young talent. So for people who have listened to the show, they know you're a Lakers fan. From a from a scale of let's say one to ten. Oh boy. What's your excitement level for these Lakers? Okay, for this year, uh, I'm being I'm being reasonable. I've let I've let myself get away with these Lakers the last couple of years because the young talent that we have is very exciting. But you know what they say about the NBA, and and even you can say it about Euroleague is that you can tell the rookies because they don't know how to play defense yet. You know, they haven't made that step up. And you can really see in these Lakers, I mean, they can run up a lot of points, but the defense, wow. Especially in transition, is just not there. It's just not there. So I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm about a 6. But I think next year I'm going to be about an 8. With, with, with LeBron. Oh, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. When we get LeBron and our other superstar next year. LeBronzo, right? LeBronzo. <laughs> LeBron's Grum. <laughs> no, no, just LeBronzo, man. LeBronzo. Well, I think that, look, here's the thing. I think that it's, it's, it's a similar thing to what's happening in Boston right now, is that you get a lot of rookies, right? But you want the veteran hand right? You want in Boston Kyrie Irving. Yeah, you've got a great coach, but it's good to have that veteran presence there. It's good to have that guy that you can lean on in the clutch when you need to. Now, of course, LeBron has never been, you know, that classic alpha dog. But I think this is the perfect time. Did you say LeBron's, LeBron's, LeBron's the, never been an alpha the dog? The classic alpha dog. Meaning? No, no, no. Meaning? Well, okay. When he was playing on the Heat, he would often let Dwayne Wade okay, take the I game see. with. Um, he's willing to pass that last shot I see. rather right. than take it himself. Okay, okay. I mean, sometimes that, he does turn it on. Sometimes he does dominate. Okay, yeah, We've okay. seen him dominate game six yeah, and game I seven. See, I see. I see. Okay, but, but I think that... 
the Lakers or a team like that would be a perfect step for LeBron in this part of his career, okay? He's still at peak, but can't last for much longer, and I think this would be great for him to be the leader of a team. Look, LeBron, for the first time in his career this year, is on the oldest team in the NBA. And we'll see how much he likes that, but he hasn't been liking it too much so far this year. And I think it would do him good to be with uh, youthful talent again. Plus he can go and play with uh, and get into the Hollywood market. Oh, well, yeah, of course. That's, that. I mean, this was enter always the, the draw en- enter, in the past. Enter the mogul stage of his career. Right, this was always the draw in the past. And it doesn't work so well that much anymore, but for a guy like LeBron, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think, you know, you know, somebody like, I don't know, like Kyrie Irving, somebody like uh, Russell Westbrook, you know, doesn't necessarily want a movie career. You know, I mean, uh, Kevin Durant doesn't necessarily want a movie career. He did that one great movie. Uh, but uh, I, don't, I don't think that he's all about the fame. And we know that Kyrie isn't. Kyrie just wants to play basketball. Russell just wants to play basketball. Are you but, happy you don't have uh, Russell Westbrook on your team right now? No, of course not. I'd love to have Russell Westbrook. He's awesome. Russell is awesome. Um, but I really don't want a Russell but, but, or, or but, a Kobe. But would, <laughs> you know? well, uh, would, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you yeah. had Russell Westbrook, you know, you wouldn't have guys like uh, Lonzo and, yeah. and Ingram and those yeah. guys being able to make it yeah. make mistakes because they wouldn't have the ball to touch it. Right. See, so it's almost better to have LeBron, who's that guy willing to share the glory, you know, with this team at this point. Exactly. So that'll be great. But again, this is just conjecture. I mean, we pretty much think that LeBron. If you saw a, Le- done if deal, you saw a LeBronzo T-shirt, would you buy it? LeBronzo. <laughs> I don't know. You know, most of the time in sports, I'm for the individual personalities, but the Lakers are the one team that I've been loyal to my whole life. And so in that respect, I'm kind of more into the Laker logo than into the individual players. So you wouldn't buy a LeBronzo t-shirt? Probably. <laughs> LeBronzo. I mean, come on, my favorite Laker, I'm a geek, but my favorite Laker right now is still Julius Randle. Okay. You know, what do I know? <laughs> but uh, let's get the, uh, so what would that be? The Julius Braun, Julius on t-shirt? Maybe I get that. Randall James. I might get they have that. to do something like... Julius, King Julius. <laughs> King Julius. No, that doesn't quite work. No. <laughs> um, all right, so Sixers are the other game we're going to watch, the other team we're going to watch tonight. Oh, Sixers. We, we know plenty of uh, players on that team that we can look forward to. Uh, Simmons. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, I don't care. I think I ended. I think I ended up sticking with Ball as my rookie of the year. Though really? Simmons was like, in, like that was the other choice. Um, yeah. No, I literally, and, I literally, I literally uh, put my money where my mouth is on Simmons and and made a bet on him for rookie of the year. We don't condone betting on this podcast. <laughs> Always bet responsibly. But uh, and and so you know already after like 15 games they're willing to give it to him. It's amazing. Um, I, I really liked him coming into the season. You know, before the season, I heard on a podcast, uh, not on High News podcast, but on another podcast, that uh, Kevin Durant was saying, "Look, he likes Simmons as Rookie of the Year because just being with the team for a year 
yeah. and just hanging out yeah. and just you know practice and whatnot and, and learning the schemes and whatnot and and especially with a team like the Sixers who are completely embryonic knowing all his teammates and stuff um, that's a huge boost and so yeah he had a huge boost uh, for rookie of the year coming into this season uh, Joel Embiid of course you know everybody talks about the Greek freak in Milwaukee and and Giannis is awesome but Joel Embiid wow I mean this guy is the whole package if he can stay uninjured the whole season and of course you know our favorite Dario Saric is on this team he's having a nice year early on this year so yeah loving the Sixers very interesting team a bit too undisciplined probably to go far in the playoffs but team of the future team of the future the process I don't know if you can say it definitively works but I think they're going to get a good result your favorite team to, other than the Lakers to watch this year and why? Wow, good question. Um, of course, the Warriors are always a lot of fun. Uh, the Celtics have been great fun to watch. The Sixers are fun to watch. Um, Giannis on Milwaukee is worth watching just for himself this year. He's going for the MVP. A um, lot of exciting stuff in the NBA. A lot of exciting stuff. This is, it is a, it's a good this time is to a be an NBA year. fan. Yeah, this is a great year this year. Uh, the the offseason hype really uh, was justified. Except perhaps in the case of Oklahoma City, who <laughs> has done less than expected with their big three. So, but yeah, good, good, interesting season. And, and you know, what? what's great about this season is, you know, all these interesting things are happening. Fans are getting behind their teams and stuff. But yet, there's this weird paradox because almost everybody still thinks the finals are going to be Golden State against Cleveland. Including, you know. Yeah, it, sure. Why not? I mean, Boston. I mean, I think so too. I mean, Boston maybe, but not so much confidence with Hayward out, right? Um, but but that's the interesting thing. So it's like last year, a lot of talking heads were talking about how is this bad for the league having these teams that are so dominant and and the regular season doesn't mean anything. But I think this year we could have both ways. You know, we could have the dominant teams and yet all these interesting local storylines for the fans to enjoy. Um, I don't think that Houston is going to give Golden State a run, but their fans do. <laughs> you know, uh, and they're going to have fun watching them rack up 60-65 wins this year. Um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, same with the Celtics. You know, most people think the Cavs are going to win, except for the folks in New England. You know, they think the Celtics are going to pull this thing off. So, and then, you know, Milwaukee's got their MVP candidate. Uh, of course, Philly has all their players. So, it's it's great. Many markets have something no, to be excited about. I don't think Philly about. can play like a... They can't reach the conference finals. Oh, no, but they're going to have... Their fans even, are going to have fun watching I don't even know if they can get out of that first year. round yet. They're going to have fun watching this. I don't think they can get out of the first round yet. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I bet most fans would appreciate that as opposed to like a 17-win season like they've been having. Tanking. So, <laughs> so you know, I, I this is going to be a, a really nice year for, for the NBA. Uh, next year could be more interesting because I think that it won't be such an open and closed uh, question of who's going to be in the finals. But... Interesting year this year. Good year this year. Lots of fun. We're up in the nosebleeds in this place, right? And you've been a... Not a lifelong Lakers fan? Oh, yeah. Lifelong? Oh, since Magic. So what's it mean to be in this building right now, man? Very cool. Very cool, yeah. This is this is exciting. Um, 
I don't know. You know, those who listened to the show back in the day know that I'm a tremendous cynic about the business of sport. And, uh, you know, here we are. We're sitting way up here and we paid more money than we should have for these things. Um, you know, in America, I feel like the fans are really being priced out. But it's great to, to make the Mecca, you know, to make the trip to Mecca at least once in my life. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I've actually been to two other NBA stadiums before this one. Of course, tons in Europe from my days there. Uh, but yeah, you, you know, it's a cliche, but you kind of do feel the history. You know, yeah, sure. You look neat. up and you see the banners yeah. of the of the of the champions, and it says world champions. And we know how we feel about uh, NBA champions being called world champions, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, but okay, but you know, you go outside and and you always see on TV before the games. You know, you see the Shaquille O'Neal statue or the Jerry West statue or whatnot, and it was cool to see them. You know, it was great. Um, you know, really swelled to see all the fans coming in, and, and you know, it's just there's nothing like being at a pro sports game. You know, I mean, despite the price, despite the parking in many American cities, especially Los Angeles, um, it's, it's it's you got to make the trip to Mecca once. You know, if you're a fan. Nine jerseys retired, Chick Hearn, eight or twenty-four and twenty-four. What do you think? Well, let's not talk about that. Well, I just asked you. Well, I mean, neither both. Okay, okay. And uh, maybe we can look around. It's, where it's more like, what's oh, outrageous? What, what are those over there? Are those like, what's the nine and that uh, underneath? I mean, like, where are they gonna where are they gonna put anybody else? I don't know. I don't know. Who, who's that? Who's, who's nine? Uh, nine is. Oh boy, they're gonna take away my card. Who's eleven? Eleven and nine. Uh, Norm Nixon, maybe nine. Nixon, but did, did they, but they, but did they retire his number? Anyhow, nine and eleven uh, are up here. Okay, wow. I so eight, eight, and or or neither. Well, I mean, okay. The real question is, what's sillier, the Lakers retiring two numbers for Kobe or Besiktas retiring one number for Deron Williams? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, no, it's ridiculous. If retire. you had to retire one, which one would you? Uh, do? wow, that's a that's a good question. Um, you know what? I'd probably give Kobe his choice, but I'd make him choose. That's a fair choice. I'd make him choose. What would what would you, what do you think I'd he'd choose? Pro- I'd probably I'd probably retire twenty four. That's what I think he'd because choose. because you know that was Kobe's team, and there was such a big deal about that. And and you know, of course, the Lakers fans of the nineties are very 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 sad that Shaq and Kobe could not work out their differences and stay together. But it was, of course, I mean, you know, we got my favorite player out of the deal of ultimately Pau Gasol. So, so that was great. And I guess, yeah, I guess I would say 24 because that, those were Kobe's teams, those two titles. I mean, we beat the Celtics with those teams, right? So, so I'd have to say 24. And that's better than But yeah, else. the retiring two numbers. I mean, especially with the Lakers, man. We've got all these numbers retired. There's a couple more waiting. You know, we, we, we could retire uh, Phil Jackson if we wanted to uh, right now. And so I just can't see retiring two numbers for one guy. It's going to... It just know, would look I mean, funny. Yeah, I mean... Nobody else has two numbers. Yeah, nobody. I can't think of any sport that's like else. that. Anybody, well, who changes any their sport. numbers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, especially staying on the same team. I mean, yeah. it's, it's almost unprecedented. You know, so... 
But whatever. Maybe I just, mean, this maybe is just retire the Lakers jersey and move them somewhere Actually, else. you know, Dave, I'm glad maybe, you brought this up. Maybe just move somewhere else, right? Because, <laughs> how about that? Retire the Lakers jersey. Yeah, why don't we send uh, 24 back to Minneapolis? <laughs> you can have this one. Um, actually, I'm glad you brought this up, Dave, because you probably missed this debate. Uh, this is something that's been, that's been talked about on American sports radio and sports TV a little bit. But isn't the process of retiring numbers antiquated? Shouldn't we just get rid of that whole thing? Uh, I mean, isn't it kind of a silly custom? No, I don't think so. I, I mean, I even mean, with I, somebody like the Yankees who have like 30 numbers retired at this point? No, I think it's I think it's a show of respect for the club. And, and it, I think the... I, but I, I just think it's, it's, it's probably being done less and less because... Fewer and fewer players are staying in one place longer, you know, in longer times, well, where you would actually have a reason to retire somebody's number, you know. Yeah, well, that's the thing, though. The reason if somebody if somebody's only, you know, if they've ever won only one championship, and you you know you give the champion you give you give the guy you know, like Dwayne Wade, you know, Dwayne Wade, okay. did they retire his number? Okay, but imagine I can see that. Okay, but imagine if LeBron comes to Los Angeles, wins one championship, gets us to two. Has there, right. been a, has, has there ever been anybody who's been retired? With three teams. With different teams? Right. Oh, has yeah, there? sure. Oh, who? Sure. Um, well, in hoops, let's see. Um, okay, uh, Kareem is retired with Milwaukee and the Lakers. Um, I know that for sure. Let's That's see. Two. Chamberlain. Chamberlain is retired Philly with here? the Lakers in Philly. Um, I know there's more. I know there's more. And three? Um, there's got to be others. I don't think, think Barkley. I don't think Barkley is retired in Philadelphia. I think it's okay. I don't have a problem with it. Uh, I mean, but I'm old. I'm like an old guy, though. So yeah. So what so, are people in America saying that they shouldn't do it anymore? <laughs> well, I mean, it's getting. I think there's a concern that it's going to get frivolous because you say, okay, there's no, there's less and less cause for these numbers to be retired. But I think they're just going to go the other way. I think they're just going to lower the bar. You know, because nobody stays with a team for most of their career anymore. Um, you know, even somebody like Paul Pierce, who jumps around the last three, four years of his career. Yeah, but, but teams. he would never get retired from any of those other ones. Right. But he would maybe retire right, from... Right, but, but almost nobody sticks with the same team anymore. Yeah, then you don't retire A guy like LeBron can make an impact on three franchises. You know, it's... I don't know. Yeah, well, LeBron know. is different because you, you he won... Well, yeah, he won, a, what, two in, in Miami? Yeah. Won the first one ever in the in Cleveland. In Cleveland. And then, what you know, if he comes to L.A. and, and does a LeBronzo, you know. And <laughs> it's going to be the theme of the podcast, right? LeBronzo. <laughs> um, so, I don't, I, don't I, I don't have a problem. It's, it's, it's something it's, to think about, I think. It's, it's something to worry about. I think about. it's a show of respect. And, I mean, but you would only be retired if you're there long enough, you know. You hope. You hope. But you wonder. You know, you know I mean... Uh, there are guys like uh, in, in, in baseball, for example, they say, uh, I forget who came up with the quote, but he said, look, the problem with the Baseball Hall of Fame is not who's not in it, it's who's in it. Yeah, like, but, there's too many guys in it. Yeah, but that's something different, though. That this is okay. this is this but is the recognition from a club. Yeah, this is a little bit different. It's not the sport; it's the club. Yeah, I guess in you that know. respect, it you is know. up to the individual franchise to yeah. make that. Yeah, you don't have to. Uh, like, this, like clubs might just not in general. I mean, like, is Oklahoma City gonna retire Durant? <laughs> they'll retire Westbrook. I don't know if they'll retire Durant. Is, but, Se yeah. is Seattle Super Sonics ever gonna retire another jersey? <laughs> How can they? 
Do they ever? Do they? So this. So there's a question. Then do the do the. Do the Oklahoma City must have retired sick. Months. And do those and do those numbers? No. Are they retired in Oklahoma City? No, because they they uh, they did the thing where they gave up the stats because that's what we do now, right? The Baltimore Ravens move from Cleveland, but they give they, they leave all the stats in Cleveland. They're coming in. What do you think? All right. Here it is in real life. Linger. Huh? Taking the charge, fans. It feels like you're live at the game, huh? <laughs> and here's the 76ers. Ah, hear that? It's more Sixers fans than LA fans. Sixers fans. Of course, we're in the nosebleeds, and those yeah. are the Sixers fans. Yeah. And and you got to you got to remember too. This is Los Angeles, man. Fans arrive at the games half an hour late. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You got to You got to be fashionably late here in Los Angeles. All right. So any uh, anything else? Ah, uh-huh. so, yeah, so we, we just wanted to clear up the 9/11. I'm not crazy. The 9/11 apparently is for Sparks players. Well, that's what we believe. They're they're under the about eye level, must say. We said right. <laughs> yeah. Just to kind of get the picture, you know, about eye level. We're kind of like looking directly across. <laughs> it's the uh, it's. Uh, we're above the lights. We're above the the lights as well. Um, <laughs> above the uh, uh, it's it's below the and the WNBA champion banners of 2016 are number nine, 11 for those. And of course, next to that is uh, for the most sold out performances, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift has been retired. Her, her name has been retired to the to the Staples Center. Yeah. Didn't know didn't know that one, did you? Worthy Shaq Swift. <laughs> yep. There you go. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else we want to talk that's about? Us? That's well. I mean, how can we top Taylor Swift being retired by the Lakers? No, no, <laughs> not by the Lakers, by the Staples Center. <laughs> All right, with that, Oz, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks. Hey. Thanks for, thanks for being here, Dave. Thanks for coming on the show with me. Thanks for uh, doing a live chat here from the Staples Center. Enjoy the game. May the best young team win. <laughs> so we're Oz again back. We're no longer in the Staples Center. That's right. We've been schooled by Joel Embiid, who put on a nearly 50-point clinic. It was 46 in the end. Right. Right. One rebound short of a triple-double for (laughs) Ben Simmons. 23 for Kuz Control. Yep. And I think it was, what, 20? No, I think it was 26 for Ingram and 24 for Kuz, because they had 50 together. Okay. So... Uh, good show by them. I mean, good show by Ingram, but we expect that, right? I mean, he's 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 clearly the best player on the Lakers, despite the fact that you know other guys get all the hype. You mean the but, two, two point uh, Lonzo Ball? Yeah, for example, Lonzo Ball, and, and even Kuzma is getting more hype these days than Ingram. But Ingram's really the talent. Uh, but really, I mean, the story of this game, you're looking from from the outside, is of course Embiid. I mean. Jeez, I mean, when I say this guy put on a clinic, it's literal. I mean, scoring from the baseline, scoring from the paint, shooting, drawing fouls all over the place. I mean, I mean, you you hadn't seen very much of him before, Dave. I've Why didn't you before. give your impression? Yeah, but jeez, I mean, <laughs> did you see him before? Total beast, total beast. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's like he, you, there's no way that you can stop him, and yeah, you know, and. 
you know, he shoots his free throws well, so you can't foul him at the end of games. And, you know, and he'll go baseline. He'll, he'll he's got an array of hooks. He's close to having a de a solid outside game. And just such a one a nice one too. And sometimes. can handle the ball, so you can't you know, especially if he starts consistently knocking those down like long jumpers and threes. Yeah. Because then you have to commit to going out there on him, and then he'll just drive by you, you know, and yeah. he'll make you look silly in so many different ways. It's pretty yeah. scary. He's a next-generational player, this guy. I mean, shoot. So does he, I mean, okay, you have to actually have him, but, I mean, is this a, is this a, a re-entry a re to the NBA of bigs? You know, I've been seeing that. I've been seeing this, um... Look, you can be a seven-footer and play in the NBA, and you don't have to be a stiff anymore. I mean, Embiid is one, you know, uh, but, but look at what's the prototype. The prototype is Kevin Durant. You know, I mean, that's that's what a seven-footer is going to be in the future, is yeah, Kevin Durant. Porzingis. And yeah, you, and, yeah and, and you've got all these athletic seven-footers coming up right now. You know, Porzingis is a great example. Great example. That guy's having a killer year. Hey, wait a minute. Do, do they still even have Okafer? On New York. He went to New York? No, he's not on New York. He's Isn't he still here in Philly? I don't think he was ever... demanding a trade, but he never traded. Didn't... He never was traded. So I don't know if he's on IR, but I don't think he's with IR, the so team. What can we say IR so is? Uh, injury reserve. No, yeah. Thanks, Ozzy. I didn't uh, realize that. Sorry. I was trying to think of something uh, clever. <laughs> something like... Uh, the I, irrational release. Uh, That's what they're going to give him. Um, yeah, so, so I, I, no, no creativity at this time. So he, he won't be, but I mean, geez, who cares? You got Simmons, you got Embiid, you got Saric, you know, you've got talent on that team. You know, you don't, I mean, this is another part of the process, right? If you stack your team with seven, eight first round guys, you're Tr not going to keep them all. Process. You're not going to keep them all. You know, ask our former point guard for the Lakers. Who's that? You know, a boy on the Nets now. So, all right, whose future do you want? Whose future do you want? Yeah. Who? Of those two teams. The Lakers or the, or the, or the, or the Sixers? Yeah. The Lakers. I can't say the Sixers. They have a bright future, but I can't say that. Lakers. We've got good young guys, too. Come on. Here's a ride, Dave. No, it's not a ride. Really? Come on, man. It's oh. No, it's not. I don't he's, got, he's, got a, he's got a, a, a PT Cruiser. Oh. I mean, red car is red you car. Wouldn't, you would you would take you would take uh, you would take uh, you would take. Um, well, I mean, Lakers over, what's, over. what's your question really? Your question really is Ingram, uh, Kuzma, and Ball against Simmons, Embiid, and uh, Saric, maybe. I'd take, Let's see. I'd take uh, Embiid as an unstoppable <laughs> okay, I'm talking myself and out have, of it. <laughs> and you have a 6'9", six, 6'10 six, point guard. Yeah. And um, you have and you have Saric who can who can play inside outside. But you know I gotta be fans. a loyalist. Look, I've I'm been, been, I'm not, been, and I wasn't look, a question of whether or not you would change your, on look, other, your on, allegiances. On I'm just saying podcasts. if you had to take if you had to take a team right now, no. the future of a team right now. Nah, I'm still gonna go with the Lakers. I'm still gonna go with the Lakers. You know why? Because I have faith in our front office. Um, I think that you know, now that now that Jenny Lebronzo. Well, okay. Now that Jenny has kind of you know staked her ground. Now that Magic is you know a force in that uh, front office, and you know he's the one that that got us Kuzma. He's the one that traded D'Angelo Williams. 
Uh, so Russell, it was D'Angelo, D'Angelo Williams. Oh my God! See football podcasting. That's what I do these days. D'Angelo Russell. So, so why would you, you do? Know, so, I mean, why I would you do something silly and do football podcast? You mean soccer podcast? Who's? No, no, no. Football, football. Hey, how about not, Italy? Not soccer football. Huh? Ah, how about that? Yep. 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 U.S. and Italy. At least misery well, it, has company. It, are there, there's the U.S. is not playing. Ireland's not there. Yep. Ireland's not going to play. Not there. Italy is not going to play. England did make it. They England, squeezed yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. They squeezed in. Uh, who's not going to make it? Well, most of the North American teams that we expect made it. Except USA. Yeah, except USA. Mexico, Costa Rica, those guys made it. You would expect those teams um, to make it. You would expect the Americans to make it. Oh, but they Wow. It's another podcast. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know, did Holland make it? Netherlands made sure it, right? Did. I think yeah. they did, yeah. Because they, they had a slow start. All right, uh, so there's the football. Who cares? Yeah, there you who go. Cares about, who cares about football? There's the soccer football. Who cares about football? But yeah, we just want to commiserate with our Italian brothers here in America. Sorry, um, we didn't make it either. Yeah, you know what, man? Because uh, <laughs> before the before the game, we were kind of saying, or I said that I don't think they have enough. Sixers would have enough to go deep, but when you have a big man like that, and you know they have. They have pieces that they, in theory, could trade. I mean, I, I think Okafor is still on that team. Yeah. And they're going to be able to get yeah, something. They're they have trade. To, I mean, sure, they have trade uh, uh, draft picks, don't they? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think, I think so. I, you would think they still have something. But the thing is, look, we can't... And so, I mean, what I'm thinking is that you get one more piece and then you could do like a... You could do like a... a and I'm sure they could sign, bring in somebody. Well, they're, they're gonna have to. Look, look, who can't no, run no, away with I mean the process? Is, what I mean is that they could, they could, they could go some. They could go to the conference finals with this team this year. They don't yeah. have enough. They don't have enough. They don't have enough. They're eight and seven. They're eight and seven. And the thing is, yeah, they got a lot of young talent, but they don't go that deep. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah. Okay, That's but. Again, so. who stops? Who slows? Yeah, okay. Who slows okay. him down? Okay. No, 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 no. In the future, these guys are scary. These guys are. I mean, look, look. You're talking about LeBron leaving the East next year. Okay. All of a sudden, you've Le- got Le- to be talking about Philly. LeBronzo. <laughs> All of a sudden, you've got to be talking about Philly in that final two or three in the East. You got to. I mean, you've got to be talking about them competing no, with the Celtics and to win the division. And Milwaukee. Well, yeah, but Milwaukee's in the other division. So, so you know, they're going to be competing in that Atlantic with Boston next year. I mean, you've got to believe that, right? But this year, nah. Too soon. I don't know. There's, there's a lot in there. Anyhow, all right. Yeah. So, um, overall experience going to your first Laker game. You've, that was you've cool. bought some gear. You got some gear cool. for free. and. Yeah. And uh, the people were cool. It was funny to see a lot of Philadelphia fans. Yeah, there was some uh, trust uh, the process cheers going on. <laughs> yeah, and, and there were some Embiid sucks going on outside the game. Um, but uh, by some silly Laker fans after that, they that was they just <laughs> got demolished by the man. You gotta love you gotta love the hardcore fans. Philadelphia sucks. We're gonna play you one more time at the end of the season. <laughs> it's like we're rivals or something. You know we've. The Lakers last played these guys in an important game in 1983. You know, so did you enjoy it? Oh, sure, it was great. Yeah, Staples Center is great. Staples Center is great. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of basketball arenas I think are kind of cookie cutter. But you know, like I was saying at the top of the podcast, I think that you know, there's the history is a factor. It really does feel a little different in Los Angeles as compared to you know Dallas, where I've also been. Yeah. You know, not as much history there. Um, especially when I went there, that was before they had won their two championships. So, so you know, it, it was it was great. It was great. I mean, I mean, I recommend it not often because you're gonna break the bank, but 
you know, it's, it's, yeah, All right, with that, thank you, Oz, for coming back on the show. Appreciate it. Well, thanks, Dave. Thanks for coming to California. Hope you had a good time. It was wunderbar. <laughs> All right, talk to you soon. All right, uh, yeah, it was <laughs> seeing Embiid go crazy, and, and man, Embiid is really becoming um, uh, just a super personality in the league, you know, with um, sort of LeBron moving on, and um, you know, you see Antetokounmpo uh, as as another one of these really super exciting guys, and. You have these uh, Sixers that, you know, really with him and Simmons. And I think once Fultz kind of gets back into it, um, the Lakers are going to be interesting. You know, they're, they're developing some of these kids, and then they're going to have lots of money. Magic is definitely going to bring somebody in, as I kept on hinting at that, LeBronzo. Uh, but, you know, they're definitely going to bring somebody in without a doubt. And uh, so... You know, this is two two teams that are going to be pretty exciting and, you know, pretty long-established teams. You know, the Sixers, you think there's a couple eras, you know, Dr. J and and uh, Dawkins, and, and then the, there's the Barkley era, and then and then the, the, the Iverson era. And now you have to say it's the Embiid-Simmons era, you know. And so just super exciting and... Uh, it's nice to see another team come up. It's nice to see, you know, that a process, um, you know, trust the process. And uh, and the Lakers are kind of going through that as a little, a little bit as well now. So, but really cool. Uh, had a, had a, the seats were a little high, but you know, we had a we had a good time, and uh, it was it was fun watching. You know, really two uh, organizations definitely on the way back up. And um, so, all right, uh, with that, I'm going to let you go because I need to continue on working on getting some things done here before uh, before Thanksgiving and everything else. Uh, next show will be from Toronto. Uh, I am actually in tra- transit then, uh, so not sh- exactly sure when it might even come out uh, on Tuesday, uh, but definitely at least by Wednesday. Uh, so we'll get you from Toronto next week. Last thing is the song you're going to be listening to. The song is called Carry Your Own Weight. It is by Forget the Whale. It's available on freemusicarchive.org. Enjoy all the basketball throughout the world. Live basketball TV. You can watch all the games. Follow it on the live blogs on the uh, FIBA.basketball website. Um, you know, each of the, I believe each of the confederations, each of the continents are going to have their own uh, live blog. I, I assume that's how it's going to be. Not that one hundred percent, but pretty, pretty, sh- pretty sure that's how it's going to be. Enjoy it. It's going to be great. It's going to be exciting. And um, we'll talk to you next week from from uh, Toronto. And uh, looking forward. To it. Travel.
Hello, it's Furkan Korkmaz from Baumit. You are listening to Taking a Charge.